0: Hi. This is not going to be My best life by a long shot I, If we make it through without me falling asleep It's a miracle
1: You know what, I always think they're the best ones
0: I know, I mean I'm really annoying When I'm on good form <laughs> I don't know if this is going to tone me down Or make it worse <laughs> um, Hello everybody How are you all? We hope that you're having a nice week Is this the end of week three? Do we need to do the workouts this weekend? Wow well,
1: it might be if we knew what week it was. Let me have a look. need to make a note of it in my Emma's saying all lives are the best lives, and that's true. Of course. But of course Emma would Apart say from it. the ones that really aren't.
0: Um no, I don't I didn't put it I didn't put it in. So
1: I Someone did share our last podcast and was like, This is the best podcast you've done. I was thinking.
0: It was good. I listened to them all back, the cut downs. it was good, it was informative. Uh, oh, that's not like us.
1: I know. Because <laughs> I was thinking, oh, I didn't think it was that good, but normally because I just like the ones where we laugh a lot.
0: I know, like a lot of the time when I'm doing it, I'm like, God, <laughs> we know nothing, we're so shit. <laughs> I listen to it back, I'm like, we know so much. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God, we know so much. <laughs> We're so informed, I was telling you, I was listening to a 3DMJ podcast the other day and I was like, yeah, we're, we're very informed chickens, I'm very proud of us, it's, it's been many years in the making. Um. Okay, so, let's get to the questions, I just, sorry. Anyway, Enough about us. Enough about how oh informed God, we
1: are. Ooh. Oh, sorry. I was saying that you guys are early, I know, this never happens, but we actually recorded something before, so we were one minute early today, which has literally never happened.
0: And I said to Emma, we need to go live like now before I fall sleep <laughs> having the worst week in the history of my life. Okay. Gem Frolic Scott. Oh, hi, Clement. Do you have any tips on how to hit your fitness goals when you're unwell? What are your non-negotiables? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll get my shit together. What are your non-negotiables? So, my <laughs> your- <laughs> I was just trying to think of a <laughs> just <laughs> doesn't matter. I was just trying to I was trying to come up with a punchline to do with frolic and <laughs> fitness. Anyway. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, no, so when you're unwell, we suggest that you rest and recover. If you can go on short daily walks and, and hit and hit some steps, that's fantastic. But if you can't, then rest and recover. Um, definitely don't work out it's too taxing on the body and it will be very hard for you to recover from the illness and the workout so don't don't just don't bother and we would really like if you could stay on top of your nutrition do but again some people even struggle
1: with that Emma nothing to add okay fab Uh, anything on the live yes Sam is saying Hi lovelies, so today was cardio day and I dutifully did that, but it gave me no buzz whatsoever. Had time to spare, so I decided to go and do an unplanned mini weight session. Picked my favourite upper body exercises and went heavier than I normally would just to see if I could do. Added in some pull-ups and push-ups just because. Any issue in doing this occasionally felt really good uh, sorry, it felt really good to just put some loud music in my ears and do as I please. For reference, I do five to six workouts a week, push-pull legs, bonus cardio.
0: Sam is an She with easy, and then she was one-to-one of mine, and now obviously I've stopped. Yeah. And Sam, I have tried, and re- Sam is very coachable, which is so refreshing, um, because usually for people who overtrain... And like, absolutely love working out. Ask them to reduce their training is (laughs) quite something. Um, Sam, and I'll let Emma, I really wanna hear Emma's coaching opinions on this after me. Um, But I, as long as you are getting one full rest day a week, I'm happy. Um, And as long as you are um, not training the same body part two days in a row, I'm happy. So that's where I stand. Emma, what are your thoughts on it?
1: Um, Honestly, I think probably fine. I'd um, I'd more be concerned if you're like, I'm not recovering well, right? It sounds like you're feeling great. You're lifting heavier than normal. It sounds like you are recovering. I'd like to keep at least, you know, you're doing five to six workouts a week. So do keep at least one rest day in which you're already doing. And if you're like, yeah, I'm really motivated to go and do some upper body stuff and my favorite stuff and I enjoy doing it and I'm doing it because I want to and it's a bonus. Fine.
0: Perfect. Agreed.
1: Okay. Um, Emma, just want to mini brag because none of my friends care. I got a squat rack today. And oh, oh, she actually got a squat rack. So I was like, oh, wow, you went to the gym and there was a squat rack. Right, I got a squat rack today. It is secondhand, thanks to the Facebook Marketplace, but I'm so happy right now. Oh, that's great. That's wicked. What a good piece of,
0: of kit to get. There's, there's so much you can do with it. Like, I mean, if you've got, like, the full thing, like, the full setup, up.
1: Squat and...
0: Squat. You can do squat, deads. Um, ups. If you have a bench, yeah, bench, pull ups, um, barbell rows, shoulder press. I mean, all those big, gnarly compound lifts. Love it.
1: Well done. Gnarly. Okay. Gem Frolic Scott is just saying, thank you, lovely. Thankfully, I've done two workouts this week, so not a complete flop. But we'll rest up now and get better. Okay, good. That's your weekend plans. Victoria, I have a cycling event coming up in two weeks and I feel with peanut sandwiches do you count this into my calories do I count this into my calories yes um yes I would honestly I would wonder if peanut sandwiches is a great idea partly because the fat in the peanuts is going to mean that gastric emptying is much slower and also that you might have more gastrointestinal distress because of the nuts um but what I would what I wouldn't do is, if you've always done that and it's always worked, change it now two weeks before. Yeah. If you have something that's just carbs, also your body might not be used to that, and then that also might cause something different to happen gastrointestinally, and we don't want that to happen on race day. So if it's working, don't change it, but it would just be something to consider. Like i if I was carbon up for a cycling event, I probably wouldn't eat fats. Yeah same but I agree with Emma completely
0: disregard that advice if you've always done it it's always worked for you the last thing you want to do on any kind of competition day or week is change what you know works for you like big big
1: error so yeah. Okay Tan Tan hey lovelies how are you? How are you? So tired how are you? I'm great thanks.
0: Well eyelashes look really good
1: you know what I still think it might be this camera are you wearing what are you? What kind of mascara are you wearing? The same as always. I don't even know what is, it. It? what is your mascara because I like your eyelashes. Um, it honestly whatever was on offer when I bought it, probably uh, classic classic <laughs> yeah um, okay, right. How are you? Uh, yeah, we've done that. I'm on day four of a sickness bug. Oh no! And I'm mentally struggling with the rest, the lack of enjoying food, struggling to eat much protein. Can you tell me to stop being pathetic? But I really struggle to rest. I'm not good being immobile
0: mobile. I know, I understand what you're saying, Kenny. But all you can do right now, you have a physique goal. You have to rest. You have to nail your protein specifically. I'm not that bothered about calories. I'm not that bothered about you not being able to train when you're poorly because I don't want to prolong it. You have to nail your protein. This is your big non-negotiable. So just focus all of your driven energy on that. Um, And if you can go for short daily walks as we were talking about, do, but you will get better. Be patient. Day four, I reckon you'll be, I reckon you're over the halfway
1: hump now. So hang in there, champ. You got this kid. That was so motivational. I have nothing to add. Okay, Liz is also saying, I'm with you. It's week five for me. Oh my God, I'm starting to think I have glandular fever. Glands keep randomly swelling, but nothing showing up in blood tests. Missing the gym so much, but trying so hard to rest and get fruit in. Oh, that is very frustrating. But well done for resting. My dad had this around Christmas. He
0: was like ill. I thought it might be pneumonia actually, which she's had before. Last time this happened, it turned out it was that. But he was ill for like five solid weeks. And I mean, like, really, really poorly. Like, had to cancel work and everything, which my dad does not do. And I was like, oh, it's horrible. This weird bug thing going around.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Okay. It. It.
0: Okay. Michelle Coleman Blanche. Hi, you gorgeous pair. Hi, Michelle. another question today on instagram i watched a live of a female pt whom i follow whom (laughs) promotes fitness 50 plus i really like her post and her advice today she advised that anyone who wants to increase muscle mass and lose body fat to get the scales you stand on that can tell you this i have these scales rem rempo remfo what are your thoughts on these scales? I'm very skeptical that they give you uh, this data in a nanosecond. Am I wrong? Thank you, it's always, always your wisdom. You're not wrong. You're completely right. They are not measuring.
1: Wait, a company just sent me theirs. Like these scales. Fit Track. Fit Track. Track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Complete body analysis and Bluetooth scale. Yeah. They sent me that as well and underarm sent me one as well
0: no they it is what it is measuring is it's measuring um uh fluid in tissues in the body which is obviously constantly in a state of flux it is completely inaccurately um and wrongly gonna tell you what your ratio of body fat to muscle mass is there is literally like two machines in the world that can do that accurately one of, actually well one of them is the underwater horrific one what's it called emma
1: yeah, underwater weighing where you have to hold your breath and you basically feel like you're drowning
0: yeah, that-, that one's pretty accurate and then there's an ultrasound machine which is like really just huh dexa. no not dexa it's a different one uh dex is inaccurate as well i mean it's it's Pretty close, but it's not accurate. There's so many, there's so many variables. Every box has to be ticked like mirror image of the last time you had a DEXA for the DEXA to be accurate, which is never going to happen. Again, you can try as best you can, same technician, same time, same fasting window. It's still not going to be accurate, but although close, which is fair enough. And like we always say, consistent inaccuracy is fine. Like who cares if it's like whatever off? Like if it's like, what half a pound of muscle off, who cares? Like if it's consistently showing that it's going in the right direction or the wrong direction. Um so, uh, But there's another ultrasound machine that can do it pretty accurately, which I'm pretty sure is at USF um, in America. And that's it. These scales are a fucking farce. And I cannot believe that the Advertising Standards Agency even allow for them to be promoted and sold. So complete bollocks. And that apl- applies for the ones in boots and the gym and all that shit. And I said this before, and I'll say it again. Pet people of mine, of which there are many, as we all know watching pts take their clients onto those machines and being like see here and see and i'm like fuck off don't do that
1: yeah i did my own test on one and it was one of the better ones so like these ones are even less accurate because they don't have hand Mm. holding um you can get very expensive ones that are slightly more accurate still inaccurate but slightly better and i did a test on them because i was working at the gym so i did and and I kept everything the same. So like Chloe saying, first thing in the morning, I think I had the exact same, I think I had one coffee before, but apart from that, fasted, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, right. It's exactly the same situation. And throughout a week, my body fat apparently fluctuated by like 12%. Yeah. <clears throat> Obviously it didn't, right. To add kind of caveat to that, um, these machines are slightly more accurate if you're middle of the range. Mm-hmm. So if you're, obese or if you're very lean they'll be even less accurate they're slightly more accurate if you're kind of like quote unquote normal body weight range right so yeah I wouldn't I certainly wouldn't use them they have it's it's done by bioelectrical impedance so as Chloe's saying if you're more hydrated or less hydrated that will have a huge impact on it as well and yeah if realistically if they worked we would have every single one of you using them Because that would take away all these scale weight fluctuations, which is half the reason that people give up on diets. And we would absolutely have you using them, but they don't. That's why we don't have you using them because they don't work.
0: Every time I've used them, I've been somewhere in the region of 15 to 20% body fat. And every time I've got a reading of 25 to 30% body fat. And I'm just like, no, it's utter nonsense, but there you go. And also like, we, we don't... There's no real reason for anyone to need to know exactly what their body fat to muscle mass ratios are. Like, unless you're competing or you've got, or you're, you know, you're an athlete of some kind. There's just no, no reason. Even then,
1: it's like, cool, you're competing. Nobody's like, oh, you win the show. You've got a lower body fat percentage. They're like, you look the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 And same with performance. Not like, oh, right, you win the, the gold medal for having the lowest body fat. It's like, no, you have to win the race. yeah. <laughs> yeah run bitch run <laughs> okay anything else in the live um carrie's just saying the bluetooth syncs with my adiposity oh wait the bluetooth it syncs the inaccurate data to your phone got it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and Chan's like what's your body fat bro i used to get asked <laughs> that all the time i'm like don't know don't care you don't know either like no <laughs> oh, from the photos i've seen of you you were like
0: 10 percent I mean, shredded, shredsville. So impressive. James used to get really upset when they would do all the testing at um at rugby. <laughs> that wild. Can't be bothered to go through all the teams. He's played for so many teams. <laughs> but he used to get really upset when he got any reading over like 8%. And I'd be like, oh, relax, psychopath.
1: We used to all get weighed in front of everybody at rowing. And looking back now, I'm like,
0: oh. No but it's I, I think it's different when you're in a different headspace, i think
1: yeah uh, i mean i i i don't think I'd care now, and I wouldn't care then. There would have been no point that I would care, but I do think that some especially women, like some women would have not liked that, and some some i'm gonna say rowing women, some women who row are like quite large, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a power. It's a power category. I mean, it's amazing. I always found rugby boys and rowers to be, A, the most offensive and annoying, but B, also the most physically
1: attractive of all the athletes. But what, you think offensive and annoying? They're normally the posh boys, right?
0: Yeah, completely entitled offensive and annoying, said Richard and Judy's daughter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) True, though. (laughs) Um, Okay, Joanna finally made alive. Hi from Australia. <laughs>
0: it must really annoy all of our Aussies clients That every time they even mention that they're from Australia, we're like, put another shrimp on the barbie. like, oh my god, say it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Read the rest oh. of it in Australian accent. Read the rest of it. Yeah. I don't even know how to say this word in Australian. <laughs> how would you say "was" in an Australian accent? Always wondering voice. Was... oh that's it i was i was listening so <laughs> wait has that gone south african a little bit so shockingly bad oh god okay um <clears throat> okay well clearly i can't do accents so that discuss being able to look at your body in the mirror Uh, realized since joining I've definitely been less critical thank you so much for the growing confidence oh that's great I didn't remember that podcast do you
0: I mean we've done about 400 oh no
1: wait sorry it was 2a podcast sorry I don't own all um Kanchan talking about James has his diet and approach to training changed a lot now that he is very or is he very is he still very regimented Mm-mm.
0: he trains for his mental health because he's insane <laughs> <laughs> i'm too tired to do this today <laughs> um he trains for his mental health um because if he doesn't he is not happy he he's got a very stressful life he's got adhd and has, he's all over the place so training i think gives him a real presence and focus and like methodology which is very very good for him Um, so he, he, he makes sure if he hasn't gone to the gym in more than three days, he makes sure that he has at least like two back-to-back days of going in and nailing it. And he he trains himself into the ground. His discipline with his diet is like non-existent and he's lucky that he is the size that he is and that he is a very active person day to day Like he's, he goes to 17 different locations, literally all over the country in any one day. So he's very lucky that he can kind of handle it, but he, I've been telling him, I've been telling him for a while, he needs to get some discipline back with his diet, not least just for health, for health reasons. so yeah, it's, it's you know, it, but I think, I think athletes and Emma and I have talked about this before. I think people look at them and I'm like, wow, you must be so disciplined. Actually more often than not, they're just very coachable and you take the coach out of the situation and they're not at all. They need to be. T- and so if they don't have the structure of being told what to do when it all falls apart. Um, but now that I'm getting back into a kind of physique shape, well, that's the goal right now. Um, it will have a, a huge knock-on effect on him and he'll probably find that he gets in better shape too because I am in charge of the house.
1: <laughs> my house, my rules. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. We discipline an athletes, and often it's very much like an all or nothing thing. Like I am doing this 100%. I'll do it perfectly and I'll do everything I possibly can. But finding that balance is often the hard part. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, same for everyone well most people um okay Liz I've heard horror stories from swimming mums about the girls being weighed comments about their bodies etc that's a shame
0: I find it fascinating that in this day and age it's still a dumb thing
1: yeah uh Kerry can you please talk a little bit more about shifting to performance goals please I need something new and juicy and challenging to get my teeth into and the barbell ain't buttering my parsnips no more
0: is this is Kerry. Kerry, is it a dare? Am I saying that yeah. right? Yeah. She, you're about to do a mini triathlon. What are you talking yeah, so she about? Does,
1: so she said, "Baby triathlon is calling me."
0: Yeah, do it. I would do it. It it looks really like challenging but doable. Like I would do it, and I'm not. I'm, Wait. No.
1: So what is it? Is it it's cycling, a, running, and swimming?
0: 250 meter swim, which she said is 10 lengths of. So
1: her. Run. I was like, oh, I could do that. But,
0: so oh, yeah, no, but the swimming's, I think, the worst one. And then the bike ride's, like, 9, 10K. And then the run is, like, 5K or less, I think. Like, totally doable, especially for you, Carrie. Like, I know that you say you lift weights, and it, they are different um, <laughs> types of activity. Just ignore me today. Um, well done, babe. Thank you. Um, but you will have some good cardio fitness there, especially to do something like that. I mean... to do a half marathon. No, she's not because she fucked her foot up. Oh right. Oh shit, sorry. She fell off the ladder and fucked her foot up. Um so she had to drop that. So this is like the kind of stop gap, I think. But I'm oh halfway house. I'm all for this. Do it. I would do it. It looks like it's it's really fun. And it's
1: right. Looks like you're gonna have What, what are we doing the EC baby triathlon? Yeah, I mean, I think it looks, I was quite jealous. I was like, oh, I, is, when I see things like marathon, I'm like, oh no,
0: absolutely not. Like, because I couldn't do it. And I, I just, this, you couldn't pay me enough money. But I saw that and I was like, I reckon I could do that. That looks like fun. And I don't know why this isn't more of a thing. Because think of how many people you incentivize. You give them a goal. You get them into fitness. You get them into training because you make it doable. Like, And I don't think there's enough of that out there. Although maybe there is. Maybe this is a whole underworld that I didn't know of. But it's I
1: like funny, it. I think that... So. <laughs> I think there is 5Ks.
0: No, not 5Ks. Like, baby triathlon. Like, triathlon's cool. do you mean? Like, baby things like this. I like it.
1: Yeah, Yeah. maybe we should do it. We could get matching, like, onesies. Like, EC Method onesies. Proper fancy bikes. The bikes where you put your feet in because you've got special shoes. That would be us. Quite sexy, those bike onesies, aren't they? Apart from the padding. Absolutely. Mm. Well, mm, No.
0: Oh, I'm thinking black with hot pink.
1: Oh yeah, ones. I like yeah, those like, in like incredible shape to wear a onesie.
0: I like those um like onesie spandex gym things that all the girls wear on Instagram, and I I think I could pull it off when I reach the goal that I'm aiming to get to, which hopefully I get to by June. I think I could, but I think I would have a really bad camel tone. It would make me self-conscious. There was a girl walking around my gym today with
1: to you know, when your vagina got really big. Oh, yeah, no, it went back to normal size.
0: Absolutely it looks not. better now. I'm like, or maybe that's just because I've seen what it looks like if I was an elephant and I'm not <laughs> like, and so now I'm always happy. But there was a girl in my gym teacher showing tiny, 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 tiny gray spandex, bum shorts, pulled right up. Her, you could just see her full vagina from like, I mean, and I was just like, she must know because she was in front of a mirror. She was like, so she must, doesn't care. I was like quite jealous because I think I would be like, I'd be really
1: insecure and it would be really obvious. See, that often happens with my nipples. Oh, yeah, all the time. Never but not. Like, you know, to the extent that you're like, you can literally just see your foot. Oh. Like, especially if like you're wearing a white bra. Do
0: you still have your piercing?
1: Yeah.
0: My- sexy. That's cool, though. See, that's a great way to pick people up. I'm one of those cool, sexy chicks with my nipple pierce
1: yeah that's me (laughs) right okay so we're all doing the baby triathlon now
0: yeah the (laughs) babyathlon
1: okay right Um, okay what I'm getting from this this is Kanchan what I'm getting from this is that I have an athlete mentality (laughs) yes I also suffer from delusion of what's that? grandeur delusions of grandeur I'm the yeah. if
0: somebody tells me what to do I'm like fuck you <laughs> shock I have
1: to literally set myself
0: my own goals and that's the only way I'll do them how funny
1: oh I'm exactly the same no, I think better. that's why I would really struggle to work for anybody because they'd be like do this and I'd be like absolutely not whereas like I will literally work seven days a week like ridiculous hours for myself but if anyone asked me to do like Four hours a day, I'd be like, absolutely not. Make you more money. <laughs> <Five>. <laughs> oh no, get the like, fuck out of here. it's <laughs> hoping I never lose my job <laughs> because otherwise, <laughs> like, okay. we were gonna, we were gonna employ you. Then we heard that podcast where you said you would never work for anybody. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but as soon as I work for someone else, I like my sole incentive is to do as little as possible.
0: I know it's a, rebel- it's a rebellious, like, authority
1: thing. I'm the same. When I used to work at David Lloyd's and you had to do, like, your 15 hours for free, <clears throat> I just did everything I could not to do anything. I mean... Or I'd try and take PT clients on shift. And I I'd refuse. Like, you want an induction? Okay, well, this can just be our first session that you can just pay me for it. hundred percent. I remember... Who wants for free? It's ridiculous. I remember well you are kind of paying your rent by working but yeah
0: I remember when I got qualified and all my friends who were working PTs at the time worked in David Lloyd and they were like if you can afford to go free like freelance work for yourself do and I did I flied my whole area I got flyers made flied my whole area and fuck me man it was hard work not having anywhere to work out of then I realized that there was such a thing as PT studios, but I found that out a few months after I was Or but-
1: what you do is you go work at David Lloyd's, but you pay another personal trainer who doesn't have any clients to do all your shifts. Yes. And then you don't have to work three hours. Such- they don't like that. They don't love that, but you know, I was like, there's no way to say that you can't do it. And they were like, mm, okay.
0: I don't know how my David Lloyd lets me get away with it. I really hope no one working that's listening i literally train like all my face
1: hey, right let's move
0: on <laughs> <laughs> they never do anything i think it's because some of them are famous so they're like scared to come over and be like
1: can you fucking leave but i know they want to <laughs> or you're like hey i did one set of squats with them we're training together that's
0: what my friend, One of my girls always says, she's like, we're best friends. We've known each other for years and years and years, which is true. She's like, just because she's qualified, it's not her fault for <laughs> so this one guy. And he was like, okay, <laughs> don't shout yeah. at
1: me. She trains three times a day with all of her best friends. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, Isabel, can't join the live, but once, everyone who had kind and thoughtful words when I asked for help earlier this week, I love the combination of honesty and support this group has. Oh. Yeah, so do we. We were just talking about that on the thing we were recording before, which is for the EC method. We love you guys. You make it what it is. Agree. Um, Carrie's saying flying is underrated, I feel. Yeah. Especially now that it's less common.
0: i a hundred percent agree. I always look at like
1: random flies lying around like waiting rooms, like pin boards, shops, everything. I love it. And now that you can put QR codes and stuff on. I think that's quite useful
0: yeah thank god I wasn't <laughs> doing it then. So I'd be like how do I do this Emma help what's Canva? <laughs> uh,
1: okay Debbie you know the saying it's like riding a bike well if well it it doesn't apply to me completely forgot how to ride one I'll need to add training wheels to join you oh I've not ridden a bike in ages
0: do you did you really forget how to ride a bike I just would have thought like the neural adaptation to doing that, given how old you are when you learn and how easy it is once you get it, would just never go away. Debbie, are you the exception to the rule? <laughs> What's wrong with your Noggin Debs?
1: <laughs> What's going on, Debs? You need more creative Debs. That's mad. I know. I wonder if you forget how to drive a car. No, you don't, because I didn't drive for ages and then I could just drive.
0: I forgot how to do manual when I got my my Range Rover got stolen and they gave me a three-door Vauxhall Corsa hatchback (laughs) it literally took me 20 minutes to get it out the car park I loved it it made me miss manual cars so much like I really like the control of it I've just um yeah I miss it okay I'm ready what the Facebook question yeah. How's it going? I don't know how it's going. <laughs> I'm basically on autopilot. Okay. Did you see my squat post? I thought it was
1: really informative for me. I thought it was really good. I liked it.
0: Yeah, see, normally I'm just putting up photos of Bodie, but I actually thought I'd do something helpful for <laughs> once. Okay, Kimberly Blackman. Hi, Clemmer. I have well and truly fell into the fuck it bucket this week. I have a very stressful week at week. I think she means work. I know what I need to do, but using any excuse not to do it. I'm sick of living like this. I have a large amount of body fat to lose, 100 pounds, and I know I need to focus on small targets. It's very hard when you're living in a body that feels so uncomfortable and unhealthy, but I'm sick of being unhappy because of it. Please help me. Thank you. Emma? Um,
1: I missed part of the start of that. Okay, right. So That's at work. She's fallen into the bucket bucket because she's... Yeah, no, I got the rest of it. Okay. Um, I mean, first of all, you're here and you're reaching out and you're making changes, which I think is absolutely huge. Secondly, I would really try and set targets and I would try and set targets for the day. So every day your best will look completely different. So I would sit down and see what you've got going on that day, see what's happening at work, see how much time you have. Is it plausible that you can hit your step target? Like, what are you gonna have for lunch? Are you going out for dinner? Like, Make the plan each day. It will take you 30 seconds in the morning to do it, maybe two minutes, depending on what you have on. But try and focus on winning the day as opposed to worrying about how far you have to go. And then give yourself some damn credit for ending that day closer to your goal than when you started it. And that's how you need to think about it, especially if you've got a long way to go, especially if you have a lot of fat to lose. Like it can feel quite overwhelming and you can feel like you're stuck and that it's going to take forever, but the time is going to pass anyway. So what you need to do is just focus on like, can I end today? Even just like one tiny step closer to that goal. That should be the focus for each day.
0: I love that. I agree. And I think that one tiny effort each day should be the first thing that happens when you wake up. Because as we all know, the data shows that you're much more likely to achieve more of your goals throughout the course of the day. If you start the day with some good momentum and make that effort as soon as you wake up. And actually like, I know some people will be like, oh my God, I'm not a morning person. I wake up in the morning. I'm exhausted. I want to go straight back to bed. But you will find that shortly after waking, you will have more energy than at the end of a long, stressful work day. Like not only are you physically winding down, but you're mentally fatigued as well. So just getting up and doing something, even if it's just 10 minutes of star jump intervals and then having a healthy breakfast with, like, I don't know, scrambled eggs on toast. With some... It's sofrito, not sofretti, by the way. I've been saying that word wrong for a long time Um, with some chopped veg in there, or I don't know, some cereal and protein shake or protein bar and some fruit, you know, a nice, even if it, like we say, just 10 minutes and a nice, healthy breakfast. And you might well find that that is all you need to do, not only to kind of help you have a better day than the days that you're having, but also to help you shed that hundred pounds. I mean, just that, you know, could make a huge difference. So, yeah.
1: Okay, kind of leads off on, oh, this is kind of relevant. Is Samantha saying, I'm struggling with direction at the moment. Can you please talk about how to keep momentum up after a year of fat loss? I'm just bored of it.
0: What exactly are you bored of? That's the question that I would ask you. Mm.
1: What precisely are you bored of? Well, I just put a post earlier in the week and it was, Essentially the crux of it was like maybe I need some more performance-based goals. I'm bored of fat loss now. Okay. And my response is kind of like fat loss isn't meant to be exciting. Like get on with this is our whole thing. It's like get on with your life while you're in a bit of a deficit and you're losing fat. Now, if you're bored and you want a goal, set a goal. But that doesn't mean don't lose fat as well. Like if you still have a fat loss goal that's important to your health, keep losing the fat, keep doing what you're doing. If you're bored of it, like Cool. Um, you might be bored of brushing your teeth, but you'd still do it, right? Like it's it's just like the basic things that you need to do, and then get excited about something else. So, oh, I also want to do a baby triathlon, or see if I can run five k, or whatever. Like you, we can't come up with that goal because it has to excite you. And if we push it on you, it really might not mean anything to you. If I'm like, oh, why don't you see if you can do ten push ups? You might be like, I have no interest in doing push ups in the slightest. Thus, that goal is crap for you, right? But you might be really excited by it. Um,
0: yeah, I would say so it's the goal, right? So if the goal is the thing you're bored of, as Emma said, you are way too in your own head about it, you are way too entrenched in it. I venture to guess you may have seen one or two things on social media from pro body image women like aren't you bored of fat loss or like I'm so happy I no longer have to eat 1500 calories a day stuff like that which I just think is really unhelpful um I think it's one thing when it's self-reflection I think it's another thing when you're telling
1: people that like this is so oppressive just because it was that way for you it is always skinny girls well I mean maybe not always but like the vast majority of the time I'm like yeah, that's fine. If you're not in an overweight BMI range where this might be impacting your health.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. and also your, your, your mental health in terms of how you feel and your own skin, you know. And So, yeah. And I, and I think this all of these signs are and even from these guys, the reason they're still skinny is because they're still implementing the same lifestyle they did before, but they've got out their own head. And the Mm. same applies to you, you're overthinking it, you should be able to, let's just say approach it from a health perspective, eat nutritiously and calorically aware most of the time, not all of the time, because you're not a fucking robot and you have a life. Um, You should be able to go to the gym most days of the week, not all days of the week, because you need to chill, you need to relax, you need to recover. You should be able to be active most days of the week, because that's healthy, it's important not to just sit on your ass all day, every day um and get the fuck on with your life you know go out on the weekend and see your friends and go to work and have a laugh and i don't know have a day off and sit and watch movies all day with your mate or your partner or your kid or whatever um there's a life beyond it but these as emma said and you know i love this as well like brushing your teeth you have to get up and do it before bed even when you're exhausted and it's the last thing you want to do because you want to take care of your your teeth (laughs) like it's the same thing it's all in your head you're way too over focused on it um And I'll tell you a secret even if you come away from fat loss, you're still going to have to do the same things to have a fit, healthy, happy, lifestyle and body. It's all going to be the same, just maybe two, three, 400 calories more. Like one session a week less. Like, it's it's
1: okay. So much of this is to do with like intent and focus. Like, if you're focused so much on fat loss, I can see why that would be boring. Yeah if you can focus instead like let's change the way we look at your diet and let's see like let's fuel you with healthy nutritious foods and focus on that element of include what can I include in here as opposed to what am I always trying to exclude and that it's an empowered choice because you know those choices are going to get you closer to your goal I think that makes a big difference now the action might actually be exactly the same but how you're thinking about it is different because there's still an element here of I'm restricting myself to reach this goal versus I'm choosing to make these choices because this is what I want. This is the outcome that I want and I want to feel my best and I deserve to feel my best and I only get one life. So I want to make sure that I do live in line with what's most important to me. And it shouldn't mean that you can't do other things. I think that's like, that's the part I hate about the kind of anti-diet messaging is like, oh, yeah. having to do this. It's like, sorry, but no one has to do anything. You're choosing to do it because that's the outcome that you want and that's the way you're going to get it yeah anyone would be bored of telling themselves that they have to do something um samantha's just commented saying bored of the calorie counting inconsistency i'm good on steps and weight training it's just the food i'm struggling with and again i think as chloe saying it so much of it is the mindset come away from calorie counting you've been doing it for a year you absolutely know how many calories are in things so you don't need to count calories if that's boring you don't do it but set yourself some structure throughout the day so you could go and like I can send you the three to one method which is giving you some structure during the day a bit more flexibility in the evening but I think really it comes down to maybe taking a bit of a different approach but still creating that deficit taking the pressure off a little bit having a different focus but as Chloe's saying like the the behaviors don't really change like. If you want to be fit, healthy, and enjoy your life as much as possible, it's not the behaviours that need to change; it's like the way that you're thinking about them.
0: Did she say consistency? She's finding the consistency boring. Yeah. Look, if you've been like really bang on consistent day in, day out, every day for weeks slash months, then yeah, I mean, there's that that you know, this is why we talk about imperfect action. Um, you know, you still have to live your life. So if if you really haven't had a day where or a meal that you haven't tracked that you haven't been hyper-focused makes all the sense in the world in which case i would say go out for dinner this week don't track it don't i'm not saying hit the fuck it it's not a cheap meal i'm not saying order everything on the menu because it's now or never because food isn't going anywhere go out for dinner this week order a meal that you really want to order don't even think about calories don't think of nutrition don't track it Eat it, go to bed, wake up the next day, start fresh. And if if you want to do that, do that once a week, do that once every couple of weeks. Might maybe slow down your rate of loss, probably won't. You get some respite back. But again, like I said, this is a hyper-focus then. So even if it's in your head, it's now materializing on what's on the plate in front of you day after day after day after day, this is going to trip you up. This is why we, we want you guys tracking in the first place so you have more freedom and flexibility. Use it, implement it. And if you want to have week one day a week or weekends at slightly higher calories or like i say one meal a week or one meal a fortnight that you don't and i would always always recommend dinner that you don't track but again not a cheat meal not a bucket bucket thing but just whatever the fuck you want do it like you know whatever you have to think long term how are you going to maintain this
1: going forward yeah she just said i had half a bottle of wine last night i chose to have it and i wanted it great so I don't think it's that you're over restricted restricted I think it's more than my well I mean actually it could be because restriction is perceived right so if you tell yourself you are you kind of are but if you take that away and you're like I'm choosing this feels very different um and chance you're saying I'm also bored of influencers telling me I should be bored of my fat loss goals or I should love my body fuck off babes
0: this is the thing, right? And I, I've i posted like this before. I don't mind when it's like self-reflection. Even if it reads or feels self-indulgent, I think it can be really helpful to people to be like, "Ha, huh, that was your journey. I never would have known that looking in or whatever. But to then be like, and you feel it too. It's so presumptuous and it's so entitled. And I just find it really annoying. I don't think I've ever, I'm trying to think, I don't think I've ever, ever projected that onto anyone else. My experiences, it's just ridiculous utterly
1: very young thing to do i think
0: mm.
1: yeah um okay kerry's saying <clears throat> i think the fat loss can be uh, can become a byproduct if you choose the right performance goal for you mm. um if it can be regulated to the background while you get excited about something new that's where the sweet spot is
0: yeah yeah kerry's kerry's nailed this like when she well she started to one with me in january and then and really wasn't hyper-focused on the loss goal at all and still managed to lose, I can't remember what it was, eight or nine kg in a matter of weeks. Like, and, and she just got on with her life and hit the non-negotiables and that was it. And we talk about this all the time. When you finally do that, oh my God, it's life-changing. And we understand why most people are in an all or nothing mentality and it is our goal to coach you guys all out of that. But um, when you finally realize that you've actually had a great quality of life over the last two months and you've still lost five pounds. It's fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, excellent. Right, we're up to date on L- live.
0: Hey, Hannah Alford, hi ladies. Can we talk about, capital sweat. I've been doing your three gym workouts each week, push pull legs, and I don't seem to sweat at all. My muscles are burning and it's hard work, but I'm not sweating. I've done short resistance training alone before. Oh, I haven't done short resistance training alone before. What does she mean short? Anyway, I normally do cardio, but I have back issues. So I've had to drop all impact and just do resistance. You can still do cardio and be low impact. Just get on the cross trainer. Um, The only exercises that get me borderline hot and sweaty are the dumbbell step-ups and the renegade push rows. I don't think anything of it as I get out of breath. I didn't think anything of it as I get out of breath and I'm definitely challenging myself. But when I went with my husband today, he did the same workout as me and he was really sweating. So my question is, in capitals, should I be sweating when I'm weightlifting? And am I still losing body fat? How much you sweat and body fat loss are not directly correlated, if correlated at all. Or should I be incorporating cardio into your push-pull legs gym plan? And if so, when should I do it? Before or after my weights? As always, I'm very grateful for your advice. Emma, the gym workouts are yours. You like talking about
1: sweat, go. Love a bit of sweat, chat. Um, Yeah, so as Chloe said, nothing to do with how much body fat you're losing. Um, More to do with the heat dissipating from your body. And you will create more heat doing cardio than you will doing resistance training normally. I often don't really sweat at all in a resistance training session and it doesn't really matter in the slightest. That isn't the point of the workout. So there is really no correlation between like, you've had a good workout and you're sweating though. It's much like how many calories you burn in a workout doesn't mean it was a good workout or not. So I think, yeah, untangle that kind of thing in your head. If you want to do some cardio to improve your cardio fitness, Absolutely. You can add that in. I would do it on a separate day, ideally. Or you could add in 10-15 minutes before each workout or after each workout.
0: Mm-hmm. I would always say do cardio after a workout or on a separate day uh, at weights. Um everything that Emma said and yeah, I only really get
1: Carrie's <laughs> <I'm... laughs> just said. <laughs> influencer more like influenza emma what's under that desk right i'm gonna explain what this is right it's one of my like it also makes my flat sound really gross but a lot of um i probably could show everyone but it freaks me out so much i'm not going to show people a lot of these little bugs they're like i think they're called woodlouse.
0: yeah yeah
1: we get loads in the flat and it like Yeah, it's disgusting, right? And so I'm always out with the hoover, like hoovering them up, but I've just seen two down here. And I'm like, where do you come from? Where are you coming from? There's so many, every day. You have to get rent to kill in. No, no, they're like, they're- No, no, this
0: isn't normal, Emma. Who is convinced you this is normal? Who lives in a house and cohabitates with bugs? Like, absolutely not. This isn't fucking the Lion King. You are not Timon well, or Get rid of these woodland. I mean, that is like
1: not that's okay. What they are. They're called slaters. I think.
0: Let's have a
1: look. Where do slaters? Someone was like, "Oh, it's because you're like it's." Oh. Everyone's like, "It's not normal." <laughs> not normal.
0: You need rentacillin. How to stop slaters invading your home? As a homeowner, you'll most likely come across them in ground floors. Hang on. Uh, when the temperatures start to drop or during dry, dry warm periods, uh, it can be an early... Where the fuck have you gone? Oh, there. It can be an early warning sign that you might have a source of damp in or around your house. Ugh. Slaters need moisture to survive, so you must remedy any source of dampness to get control of slater numbers. At the same time, you should seal cracks and crevices in the building to stop them invading from the outside.
1: Right, that's it. You need to get... Ready- like There is no... So, like, this is the outside wall definitely no cracks or crevices so like where how are they getting in I don't know but I'm really like I get it in so in the living room there's sometimes some but there's like a big like glass door whatever like you know like out to the garden
0: yeah
1: Yeah, that I kind of understand that but I'm like we're so far from that door now where (laughs) do you come from yeah, you
0: need to get renticle in. it's not acceptable to share your home with bugs i pulled over the car today on um the motorway because there was like a tiny spider dangling down next to me and i was like i'm not sharing the
1: space with you absolutely not it's free it freaks me out so much like if we're leaving the flat and i see one i'm like sorry we can't go anywhere yet like i need to-
0: <laughs> i might call renticle is that a rent thing in scotland
1: so they, what they just cut? Yeah, but what are they going to do? That's what I don't understand. Like, what find the source of where they're coming from? There's they no can't... There's no cracks. There's no crevices. This is a brand new flat. There is no holes in the wall. So how have you managed? Like, what freaks me out is like where <laughs> where I don't understand in this room where you could have possibly come from. There is unless they somehow got through the window. No, impossible. Really? Impossible. Impossible. Um, yeah. Get damp injections in your walls. Mm-hmm. Okay, the spring brings ants into my house, and I have to spray them. I got some spray from um the spray shop.. Okay. Um, mate, you have a massive house spider in there to gobble them up. Or oh, you need a massive house. Maybe I need a cat. You don't like cats. <laughs> Yeah, but what, if they killed all the bugs? Emma, where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Slater?
0: (laughs) Slater. I I put into Google, where the Slaters, but I accidentally spelled it skaters. And the first thing that came up was, where the skaters buy their clothes? I was like, what losers out there
1: are Googling that? Where do skaters buy their clothes? What did it say, Urban Outfitters? No, my brothers used to be professional skaters. I'll ask them. What?
0: Yeah. Where do skaters, here we go. Where, oh, hang on. Where do skaters shop for clothes? Uh, I mean, it's just the UK number one online
1: skate shop comes up. Mm, great. Why are they called Cheesy Bugs? That's disgusting. Slam City
0: skates east london i think my brother knows the guys that own that so there we go it did come oh, up slam skates city skates slam city skates oh my god look at these
1: oh oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah Aggies. um we call them grandfathers in the southwest grandfathers it's weird oh, freaking yeah. out do you know what I said to my mum the other day? I was like, "Oh, I really want, like, I really want to do up flat, but I just can't be bothered with like all of the like moving." She was like, "Why don't you just buy a new one?" I mean, I could. Oh that. yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Can't be bothered to get the walls painted, so I'll just buy a whole new flat.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do
1: I would. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay. Well, I feel quite uncomfortable now. <laughs> Because you've all said to me, it's not normal. Get help. Well, no, help. not just that, but now there's like they're underneath. Well, okay, so I can see two.
0: I have to admit, when Carrie asked you what was under the desk, this was not. I did not see this coming in any way, shape, or form. I mean, I'm uncomfortable. I would be like, yeah, get a new flat, Emma. I agree with your mum. <laughs> Team Emma's mum,
1: right? They'd be like, why are you selling the flat? Okay, well, basically. <laughs>
0: Like, There's a
1: few bugs in the flat, so we're all moving. Slaters. <laughs> <It's>
0: <laughs> Grandads. Okay. Right, here we go. Ready? Are we done on the live for now?
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just say you're their pets. I'm <laughs> Lauren. I'm with Emma's mum.
0: Yeah. Same. <laughs> hey, me, Lauren, and Emma's mum. Team new <laughs> <pet>. <laughs> Rid. Okay, jazz, jazz. Hello, jazz, jazz. Back again, Jazzy Jeff. Thank you for following up on my question about how still with people being judgy around food. Your response really made me laugh, and it put a lot of things into perspective.
1: Aww. Boring. What- no, what did you say? Rude. <laughs> Rude. And
0: then, and then the fitness chef went and did a whole really cerebral one. Why does my one point four percent of food intake offend you? And I was like, oh, well, that's way better than my answer. Rude. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I preferred that. Yeah, me too. Why um, give like the airtime of you actually explaining it, and it's yeah. like, oh,
0: imagine having to go to a family gathering, armored with the the monologue that the fitness chef gave <laughs> you. Parking can't be like, out my feet. <laughs> and and then I'm gonna say it's 1.4. Saying all the way to the front door, like, oh, gutted. Just so you fuck off. <laughs> okay. Next weekend is Easter, long weekend away in the middle of nowhere in France with my big fun family. No access to supermarkets over the weekend, so I'm planning ahead and I'm keen to make progress. I just listened to your podcast on top 10 approaches to Christmas. It's a good one. To get some ideas around strategy and meal planning. Mention to the family member over the phone that I'm going to eat healthy and will be bringing some of my own food, making smart choices and maybe considering not drinking. They were dismayed to hear this as they feel this is a rare and special occasion and I'm always on a diet. I do have a busy social calendar, so food and drink wise, this is not a rare occasion for me to be away and traveling, and long time I need to find a solution on eating and drinking when I am. One, how do I respond other about this reaction? don't know how do I respond with this reaction what's important to me is to spend quality time with my family it doesn't need to be about food and drink also I don't want to let people down or make them feel like they're not a priority so you can say to everybody me coming here and having a great time isn't directly related to me eating and drinking what you eat and drink I eat and drink what I want to eat and drink and have a good time with you guys and it's not the two things aren't codependent um So just saying to them, like, if this is what makes you happy eating and drinking this way in your environment, that's great for you. And I encourage that for you, but I'm, I, this is what makes me happier. Health is a real priority for me and you have to learn to love, love me and accept it. But also just back to the end of, of your kind of explanation there long term, when you go away, in my opinion, and there are different coaching strategies for this, which I'm sure you heard on the the Christmas episode When you go away with friends and family, Emma and I typically will advise that you come away from tracking, you make smart decisions with your food, your food choices, and you enjoy the odd treat. That's what we would, you know, I I personally would never tell people to take their own food to something like that. Um, In fact, a lot of clients of mine will say to me, I'm going away, so I'm going to take protein bars, and I'll often actively discourage them not to. Um, Instead, just to enjoy the food that they're there with, make smart decisions, and like I say, choose your indulgences. Emma?
1: Yeah I did not think I have much to add except I'd, I'd maybe just reply to that oh don't worry I'm still going to be loads of fun right like I wouldn't even give the full explanation of like I'm prioritizing my health this is important to me you have to love me for, for who I am blah 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 because I, I think it almost gives like too much emphasis on it and I'm quite a big advocate of like just don't tell people that you're dieting Just make the choices yourself. You don't have to announce that you're not going to eat this. You just don't eat it or like you have a very small amount of it and say that you're full or you pile up on the veggies and have a little bit less of the other stuff and make as small a deal out of it as possible. They probably won't even notice if you're just your fun, happy self, enjoying yourself without really even mentioning it.
0: I agree. Look, I'm going to waste through. She asked two more questions. They're kind of all in the same vein. So I'm going to waste through them. Emma, you do this one. How do I keep calm over the weekend? I'm an emotional eater this weekend. I've been very worried about as due to some long-term stress issues around my family. Every time I spend time with them, I am guaranteed to
1: put on weight, even though I always try my best not to. Emma. I mean, this is hard and certainly easier said than done, but I would try and take yourself away from that situation so like if you feel stressed can you just have a few things that you do whether that's go and sit in the bathroom and just put your hand on your chest and have some like deep breaths and be like the whole point of that is like to feel yourself and to kind of ground yourself and to be like okay I'm gonna respond and not react in a way that I choose to and I want to and it just calms you um or can you go out for a walk or can you sit and read or can you journal or can you think about it like just try and think about like what response do I want to take here instead of reacting to it and what other way can I manage stress aside from eating because realistically you know that that doesn't actually manage stress long term
0: yeah if you're going out somewhere in the middle of nowhere in France go for a little walk have a little explore that'll be much more calming and much more enjoyable than sitting there in the kitchen in the dark eating an chocolat I themed it for you Um, and then the third one how do I deal with my embarrassment I also feel ashamed that every time I go to one of these events I bring my own food everybody knows I want to eat healthy but I feel like they all think I'm failing terribly I'm stressing and I'm stressing myself out in the process so you have control over one side of this and that's you not only how you feel going into it, but how you respond once you're there. You cannot control them. You cannot control what they say to you. You cannot control whether even silently with their eyes, they're judging you. This is beyond out of your control. So why are you wasting mental energy, stressing over it? You cannot control it, let it go. What you can control is how, like I say, you go into it feeling and how you perceive it. And if you go into it feeling like I want to take care of myself, this is a goal of mine, and you are strong in that conviction for yourself, within yourself, then when you get there and they're judging you, it will literally roll off your back, like water off a duck. Honestly, the bit that you can control is you stressing, so control it, okay? There's nothing wrong with you wanting to take care of yourself, and you cannot control anyone else, so let it go. That's what I would say. Nailed. Okay, let's stop on that. Is there anything on the live?
1: um just people taking the piss up me emma saying that she gets wood louse in her house oh that's good louse in the house um but it's like 130 years old <laughs> eh, doesn't make more sense. uh kerry wood lice are high in protein is it lice or louse anyway um chen says is it just acceptable to roll your eyes at these people and then make over the top sexual noises while you eat your food what your healthy food like mm, this pea? Mm. Is she
0: doing a reference there to, um, what is it? Is it Sleepless in Seattle?
1: I mean, I'm not going to know, am I?
0: <laughs> Might be a reference there. Is it Sleepless in Seattle? Or have I got the wrong film? What is it? Let me oh, get Meg Ryan, Sex Noises. Is it Zabar's? I feel like it is. Sex Noises, Food. <laughs> when Harry Met Sally. That's it. Yeah. And I think she's- Oh yeah, California. someone's just got that. Yeah. I think that's what she's doing um okay can we stop
1: yeah because i need to go get the hoover
0: i mean i'm surprised that you're not completely hanging out right now um that i enjoyed that and i'm amazed i didn't fall asleep it's been fantastic have a fantastic weekend we'll upload new workouts this weekend as well
1: love you all bye